have your Bibles, turn with me to Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. We're going to be looking in, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. And, and a few weeks ago, we started a, a brand new series called Connected. And we, we're wanting to learn how to connect with God learning how to connect with others, but also learning how to connect others with God. And so I want to take just a few moments today to talk to you about connecting with God and how important that is in you in helping other people to connect to God also so that every one of us understand our destiny and our purpose. Listen, I want you to understand, I think, we're, I think you're going fast, Richie. Yeah, I think you passed the frame. Yeah, there it is. Can we start all over again? Sorry about that. It keeps jumping two frames. I can see it jumping. Can we pick up from the prayer or something? Okay, and so we're going to go to the first one? Okay. Well, last week we started a brand new series called Connected. And it's all about connecting with God, connecting with others, and connecting others to God. And so today I want to take just a few moments to talk to you about connecting with God and how important that is in us connecting with one another so that you understand your destiny and your purpose. Because you see, each one of us are so unique in the way that God created us. We all have a unique call on our lives. We all have a unique purpose on our lives. And yet, we're all the same. As followers of Jesus Christ, we all have the same DNA of our heavenly Father. And, and I think those two traits of being unique and being the same really reflect what is happening in our world right now. We live in such unique times with the coronavirus literally turning the world up on its ear, and yet we're still the same. You see, you got up this morning and you probably bathed and brushed your teeth, at least I hope you did, and, and, and today we're having church, but we're having church online. And so while it's unique in the way that we're doing church, it's still the same because God's people are gathering. Yeah. It's just in an online format. Yeah. See, the challenge for us in these unique times is trying to figure out how to stay connected. And I'm not just talking about those of us that are leaders in the church. I'm talking about those of us that are the church. Because society for us, at least during this particular time, is changing. And as a church, we have to learn how to change with it, because it seems throughout history the church has always struggled with change. And because of that, what happens in the church is we can quickly find ourselves becoming very irrelevant. We're out of touch with what is happening. Society moves on and we get stuck in the past. And sometimes we can fight to protect the method of doing church, not realizing that it was the message that is sacred all along, not the method. So today, how we do church is changing. Right now as a church, we're focused on being culturally relevant, right? reaching people right where they're at online. In this, though, we don't move away from the message, but we adapt and change the method because the message is relevant to situations that people are facing today. That's why if you compare how the church used to be and how it is today, it is uniquely the same. And I know when you think about that, it kind of sounds a little bit like an oxymoron because unique means it's one of a kind. And the same means it's just like all the rest. But I think that's how you'd compare the church from the past, even just a few months ago, to what's happening today. They are uniquely 
the same. Same message, just different method of getting the message out. But listen, it's not just the church throughout history that is uniquely the same. Every individual Christian, we're all uniquely the same. And so today I want to look at this passage in Joshua chapter 1 because I think it's really going to help every one of us understand at least a part of our destiny as individuals and also collectively as a church. In Joshua chapter 1, God is speaking to Joshua who is the protege or someone who is mentored by Moses. And in this, God is talking to Joshua about all the promises that he has for Joshua. Don't you love when God talks about his promises? He's talking about the promises that he has for Joshua and the promises that he has for the children of Israel. And he's kind of giving them the geographic boundaries of the land that he has for them. Now, every place they set their foot that he's already given them. No one is going to be able to stand up against them all the days of their life. And then God says to something to Joshua that is absolutely amazing. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, right there in your Bible, God says this to Joshua, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now, if you're Joshua, that's some stuff to get pretty excited about right there. Because God did some amazing things through Moses. God performed some supernatural, extraordinary things through Moses. And it would have been pretty awesome to be Moses. At least the day when he came to the Red Sea. Come on now. I mean, you just throw your staff out in front of the people that are in your church. And everyone's looking and they see what God is going to do. I mean, the wind is blowing. Your your hair's kind of blowing in the wind, kind of like a supermodel. Can you all see that with my COVID now hair? And all of a sudden, as the wind blows, the Red Sea begins to part. And there you stand with your staff raised up in the air. And so God does this very public, very extraordinary and incredible event of parting the Red Sea so that you can escape your enemies. And it's especially incredible when you recognize that Moses' congregation, the the people that he's leading, the children of Israel, were pretty mad at him right then. Because, see, Moses was calling them out of the familiar into the unfamiliar. And whenever you challenge people to come from the familiar to the unfamiliar, sometimes they're not so nice. Sometimes we're not very happy, even now as God is calling even us as a church out of the familiar into the unfamiliar, sometimes we can get a little grumpy about having to change. The children of Israel begin to say things like this, why did you bring us out here, Moses, so that you could kill us? But Moses just lifts up his staff, and the wind blows, and the sea parts. Awesome. Moses also had the opportunity to meet with Pharaoh of Egypt, what would be the president of Egypt, and display the power of God. In fact, he threw down his staff, and it turned into a snake. And when the magicians of Egypt did that also, Moses' snake ate their snakes. It was awesome. It was incredible. And so God says to Joshua, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now, if you're the newly appointed leader who followed this extraordinary leader, that's good news. And yet Joshua never smote a rock that brought forth water. In fact, when Joshua came down to the Jordan River with his rod, and the Jordan River said this to him, Say what? We're not parting. Nothing changed. He actually had to get the priest to actually go into the water before anything began to change. Moses never even got his feet wet. 
But when Joshua got ready to fulfill his destiny with this call of God on his life, what worked for Moses didn't work for Joshua. Joshua had to get the priest to go into the water before things began to change. Can you imagine how people began to mutter and complain? I mean, can you imagine what his congregation began to say? That's not the way we did it when Moses was alive. Moses just lifted his rod and the sea parted. Joshua, I think you're doing it wrong. And, and the priest's wives, I can't believe my husband has to get his sandals wet. I hope he wore his old pair today, right? Or how Joshua may even felt. Listen, guys, everyone relax. It's going to be okay. It's going to part in just a minute. Trust me, man, I've got this. That's why you and I have to remind ourselves about God's promises by speaking God's promises every time we step out on a promise of God. Listen, it's going to be okay. We're going to get out of debt. It's going to be okay. I am going to be healed. It's going to be okay. I am going to overcome. It's going to be okay. I am blessed and highly favored. So by faith, Joshua told the priest to enter into the Jordan River, even though that wasn't the way that had been done before. And all of a sudden, there came a rumble, and the Jordan River began to back up, and once again, the children of Israel saw the miracle of the parting of waters. Watch this. It was uniquely the same. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will be with you the same way I was with Moses, but you are not to be Moses. Listen, you are not to be who inspired you. You are not to try to be the person who trained you or mentored you. Mentored you. God is going to be with you just as he was with Moses, but you are not to be your Moses in your life. You have to discover your own uniqueness in order to accomplish your own unique purpose and destiny. If you don't, You'll raise your staff and the water doesn't move. And you'll say, well, I guess it just doesn't work for me. You'll raise your staff, the water doesn't move. And you'll say, well, I guess his promises must not be true. Or I may just not be qualified. And God is still with you, just like he was with Moses. You still have the same DNA of your heavenly father, just like Moses. You see, God's call or destiny on your life is unique to you. Just like the call and destiny on Moses' life was unique to him. And it's the same with every one of us that are in the church. So you and I have to be willing and at the same time recognize as a local church, as the children of God, we are all, every one of us, uniquely the same. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. But I will not do with you what I did with Moses. Listen, can you recognize God being with you to the same degree but creating a unique experience with you and in your life? Amen. See, you and I, we were not created on an assembly line. Everything that God does is a designer's original. So while we want to be mentored by people, why we want to allow people to speak into our lives, you don't want to try and be them. Because God says, I will be with you like I was with them, but you have to be who I designed and created you to be. Because listen, if God had wanted Moses, he could have kept Moses. See, as followers today, we are a new generation and a new expression of an old idea. If God wanted the old way, he could have kept the old way. So in our lives, we, he wants us to hit the refresh button. He wants to refresh the method, but keep the message. 
Because God has been there and done that, and God is finished with that. So what do we keep, and what do we let go of? We keep the promise of his presence. You and I have got to keep the promise of his presence. The method feels different, but we keep the promise of his presence. But we have to be willing to let go of what's happened before or what it is that we had in mind how God was going to do it. Because God has not promised to do a thing the way it happened before or how you perceived in your mind that it was going to happen. In fact, that's why God tells us in his word in Isaiah 43, Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. And he says this right after verse 18 where he says, Do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Here's what he's saying to us. He's saying those things... Those things that we consider of old, those things have passed away. That's why if you back up a few verses in this Joshua chapter 1, God tells Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. See, God is telling us the former things. The things that I did with Moses, those things are dead. When I made Moses, I made Moses. When I called Moses, I called Moses. When I used Moses, I used Moses. But you have to stop trying to be a Moses. Be, God is saying to us, who I created you to be. In fact, right there in your living room, why don't you turn to someone right now and say, be who God created you to be. <clears throat> it's a matter of being, not doing. Because when you understand who you be, doing right things will naturally spring out of who you be. That's why I normally don't speak messages like five steps to being an overcomer because sometimes those steps won't always exactly fit into what it is you're dealing with. But I teach you to stay focused on Christ. Keep your eyes on Jesus and who you actually are in Christ and he'll write his word on your heart for your own unique design and destiny. Now I'm no longer trying to feed you fish. I'm teaching you how to fish because when you learn how to fish for yourself, you can feed yourself. And you begin to hear from God through his word and still small voice. You're able to follow the path of your own divine destiny. And that's when God starts weaving all of our individual destinies and purposes together into the tapestry of a larger collective destiny that he calls the church. We understand how amazing we are because we know, as Psalms 139 says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now we're confident in who we are, that we are uniquely the same. And now we realize the role that we all play in the body of Jesus Christ. And even though none of us are perfect, and, and now we realize that role, and even though none of us are perfect, and we learn through trial and error, we each find our part, and we, we get connected in serving, and we get connected in giving with one another. And we don't allow the imperfect behavior of other people whether it's other people's wrong behavior or our wrong behavior to distract us from our destiny. Because listen, while your unique call and destiny on your life includes other people around you, it's not limited by other people around you. So not everyone's path to destiny is the same, but we all have the same DNA of our Heavenly Father. And that's when we can connect to a group of people that look, act, and think differently than us and still allow the love of God that's in us to flow out because we're all uniquely the same. That's why we're asking you to connect. That's why we ask you to serve. That's why we ask you to give, to creatively stay connected with others, even in these uncertain times. 
because there's a purpose and a destiny on your life right now that's tied to you being connected to a local church because God has put kingdom building gifts in you that are a major part of your eternal destiny. We just need to figure out during these unique times, what is it that God is asking us to do? What is it that you can do during this time to connect with others? Let me close and share what we're doing here at Amarillo Fellowship to help you connect. We started AF Care so that we can help people who right now have needs and we've also provided a platform for others to help others. If you go to our app or to our website and click on AFC Cares, then click on the contact icon. You can fill in and choose to either get help or to help. And if you'd like to give financially to AF Cares, click on the Give tab, scroll down to the fun box, and then choose AF Cares. And beyond that, on our own, we can each reach out to other people, people in our church, people in our small group, our neighbors, our family. We can call them and text them. We can ask them how they're doing. We can pray with them and remind them that God has this. God's in control that they're going to make it. Remind them and encourage them that they also have a purpose and destiny. And this is not a time for us to be idle. That God has created them for such a time as this. And when we're all walking in our God-given destiny, all of us, every one of us, are encouraged by people around us because we truly are better together, connected as one. Unique in gifting, unique in calling, but all of us having the same DNA as our Heavenly Father. So here's what I want to close and ask you today is be intentional of staying connected. First of all, to God. Listen, don't allow the, the reports, the, the fear-mongering, all the different things that are going on to get your eyes off Christ. Stay connected to God. Let Him fill you daily with His Holy Spirit and get connected with others. Be creative. Get online. Text them. Call them. Like I said, pray for one another because that's when we're connected, we are better together. 